Welcome to the Corporate Streets Podcast, and this is the only podcast that you ever need to listen to. This is the only media you ever need to go and check out because we have all the news and all the tea. And this is Jaren. Okay, we don't have the tea, and th- but <laughs> you just gonna st- you said your name, dog. That that should like end it. You just supposed to stop so I can you stepping on my intro, bro. I walked on your intro. I'm sorry. Yeah, and this is TJ. All right, so yeah. let's get it started. And so I don't know. Should I should I say what cigar I'm smoking every week? I mean, this ain't a cigar podcast, but just because you talk about your cigar for a hot second, don't make it a cigar podcast. But every time you say this ain't a cigar podcast, it makes it you're making podcast. it a cigar podcast. So just just say what it is. Well, I'm not like, say saying, what it is. like tasting notes and stuff. But uh, all right, so today I'm smoking a uh, the last call by AJ Fernandez. It is a uh, Robusto cigar, which is a five by fifty. That all means something to somebody, but uh, yeah. <laughs> it means something to the cigar smokers. But those black and mild smokers, right? It don't even matter. Right. <laughs> and the non-smokers, I guess, we're clamoring in awe because we want to know exactly what you're doing right now. Right. <laughs> all right, man. So, uh, you do anything that's corporate street this week? You know what? I did. Remember a couple shows ago. My outro was dedicated to ranting about checking Walgreens Pharmacy about my allergy eye drops. You remember that? Yeah, man. He was really upset about that. Yeah. Basically, quick quick rundown of the story. My doctor wrote the name of the medicine I told him that I wanted. All right? It, and it's, a, it's an eye drop that works for me. I like it. And my insurance covers it. Walgreens decided to give me a generic, even though it specifically told them what they had to do. All they had to do was follow the instructions, but they chose to do something different, they gave right? You, they gave you the great value eye drops. Yeah, yeah. And they tried to they tried to tell me, yeah, your insurance probably won't pay for it anyway. It's like, what? You don't know my insurance, you know what I'm saying? Even though I've been getting it for years, they're trying to tell me what my insurance is going to do. They ain't even check it. They just, they're just estimating. So and that could be a whole other thing. Yeah, you don't know my life, right? So I politely had to check them. Well, this week... We got a hospital bill in the mail. Had to politely check them about the charges. All right. Tried to tell them our insurance should cover my son's visit. They charged us around $400. We went ahead and paid the $400 because we ain't want to be in default. We ain't want no charge off or nothing like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Spoke to insurance company. Spoke to our insurance company. And they said it should have been covered. So my wife had to call them, politely check them. And now we're getting $400 back. So that's that. Okay. And I just wanted to, I I want to talk about that because if you have insurance and you go to the doctor, most people get this thick letter in the mail called your EOB. That's your explanation of benefits. And most of us throw it away because there ain't no check or nothing. It's like this thick pack of the papers. It don't mean anything to us. But that package of paper gives you a breakdown of all your charges. It lists like the doctor or the hospital costs. It lists how much the insurance paid and it tells how much you should have paid. People do not ignore this, man, because people get robbed every day by these offices, these doctor's offices and these hospitals because somebody who's working there is too lazy to do their damn job and get the insurance right. Well, it's not about ignoring it like you described it. It's this big, thick mini Bible, you know, and so like mine comes in in this big uh, envelope and the shit's like 60 pages. I ain't reading all of that. Right. 
And I so, got you. And so, and so, I mean, like you said, we we read what's supposed to be covered and stuff, but then you get this kind of half-ass bill, and I don't know, man. It's it's kind of confusing to me sometimes. So I know for me at least that that's kind of the issue for me is like I'm like, is this a bill? You know, I don't I don't understand what's happening here. Yeah. So that's that's why so we're talking about call. it now. At least call. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's why we're talking about it now. I just want to bring it to light because I'm guilty of it too. Yeah, yeah, I'm guilty of it too. I would just see the thing and be like, yo, my insurance got it. They're just trying to tell me what they got. But what we don't realize is, is that there's somebody behind that desk at that hospital or in that doctor's office who don't give a shit about their job. Every hospital has one. Every doctor's office has one. Okay. And they don't try to get the insurance correct. So that explanation of benefits is to make sure that everything is done right. And uh, the insurance. So it should show that your insurance made a payment. If your insurance didn't make a payment, that's saying that it wasn't covered. And I believe and it just depends on your company. But I believe if they tried to charge your insurance and it wasn't covered, it'll just tell you insurance paid zero. But if your insurance is left off that joint, it's probably because your insurance wasn't even contacted or it wasn't coded properly. And what you need to do is you need to call your insurance and let them know, hey, I had this procedure done or I went there for this reason. You know, did, did it get coded properly or did you guys make a payment to that? And they say, oh, no, we cover that. You need to call them back and tell them what they need to do. And that's how we got that four hundred dollar refund back. I hate having to do that shit, though, like just with things like that, where uh, your insurance company is like, well, you need to go contact your doctor because your doctor should have did this and you trying to explain some shit about medical coding to your damn doctor and the doctor is being like well you need to tell the insurance company that. like i don't want to be the fucking middleman y'all talk to each right. other right you know what and that's another thing too i'm glad you said that because they will rock on three-way with you though so yeah. you call your insurance company tell them the shit ain't right and you tell them all right the doctor ain't got this right can you call them up they will call them on three-way problem to is make doctor, sure that it gets straight the doctor don't be answering sometimes Ah, that's well. That reception is—it's not really even—it's not the doctor well, anyway. I'm not saying doing the it. doctor itself. I ain't saying Doctor Schwartz should be answering the phone, <laughs> but yeah. like the office, like I almost never can get straight to speaking to a person. Oh man, well you going to the wrong spot then, homie. You need to go with a with a customer care is better. I'm going to popping doctor. <laughs> yeah, well you better you better go one you better go to one that's popping that has good customer service because there should always be a person answering the, the phone. Doctor that's giving out all the Percocets. <laughs> they popping they popping for the wrong reason, bro. Right. <laughs> so I just that. yeah, just like we share these links and these memes and all the stupid shit we do share on this podcast, we're gonna make sure that we share experiences so we can help each other out, man. Because yeah. it's more than just laughing and memes and making fun of people, man. Yeah. Four hundred dollars. Look, I'm making that phone call. You get a, you get, you know what? That's what it is. You get a, a doctor's bill for some shit that's coming out of pocket that you gotta, like, you squinting your eyes at, like, yo, where am I gonna get this money from? Make sure that that insurance is right. So you get like a little twenty five dollar bill. I mean, some of us are, are frugal and they we pay attention to our money. Fuck that, y'all, man. y'all see that twenty five dollars? You make yeah. that call anyway and make sure it's right. Yep. But man, definitely if you get like that five hundred dollar bill, you like yo, we need to make sure this is everything is coded right. Because if I come up off this five hundred dollars, <laughs> right. So that thirty minute phone call. When's the last time you made five hundred dollars in thirty minutes, dog? When's the last time? Mm, that I don't I don't think that's ever happened. 
All right then. Minutes. So no. yeah, so gotta make that call. I guess it's really not make. Well, it is kind of making the money because you was about to pay it out. Make it. You just technically you did from paying it. Yeah, well, you made it because you, you they tried the to rob you. Broke yeah, but they tried. You was gonna pay it out of pocket. So I'm gonna say you made it. Look, I'm trying it's to win. It's definitely a win. Dollars back. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely. I'm, I'm not taking away your win, uh, but yeah, there you go. You got All right. it. I'm gonna let you. Know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Let's get this thing going, man. So, what else we got? Hold on, man. What do I mean? Hold on. I got a couple of things. Yeah. All right. So. Uh, two quick things so um, corporate street things that I've done this week um, actually I'm gonna be okay so first thing I got is a quick little rant then the second one is a corporate street thing so quick rant took my kid uh, kid was sick um, uh, he wanted one of his favorite foods which is McDonald's I said okay you can have a McChicken which is a chicken sandwich with mayo and lettuce and we know that they always short short you on the mayo, so ask yep. for a pack of mayo. And so you get to the window to pick up the food. Of course, the McChickens ain't ready. They ask you to pull to the third window, and I'm like, okay, we about to get fucked. So no, at least they're giving it to you fresh. I mean, they just dropped it no, in that I'm grease. Good, I'm good with the fresh part. But yeah. I asked, okay, can you put a packet? Can I get a packet of mayo? And she says, okay, I'll let them know. Uh oh. I'm like, here we go. That's where that breakdown start right there. Because you know she ain't telling them shit. (laughs) And I know these motherfuckers at this McDonald's, man. So go to the window. It take about five minutes. Again, I'm good with the fresh meat chicken. All good with that. Perfect, right? Yeah. And the girl comes to the window. And I say, did you put some packs of mayo in there? She said, "Mm mm-hmm. And I could look at her in her fucking eyes and tell, <laughs> tell that this motherfucker was mine. <laughs> she just lied to your face, dog. That's crazy. And so I look in the back, and of course there ain't no damn males in there. Wait, wait, wait. Did you let her walk off, though? She just sprint. She closed the window and sprinted off. She, she said, I said, all right. And she closed oh, okay. the window and walked off. I mean, because I'm at the yeah. third window. You know, this is the yeah. the, the uh, un unattended window yeah the unmanned window gotcha yeah and so um i had to walk in there and as i'm walking back in there because i'm like fuck this man and like he don't want this dry sandwich you know and of course this sandwich was short of mayo and so we go in there and as i'm walking in there i'm just like man i really want to say like go in there and cuss him out over this <laughs> because i asked two of y'all motherfuckers for this mayo and, and technically you could go off because you already got your food so they couldn't fuck it up yeah exactly and just give me a pack of mayo and they can't do nothing to that yeah <laughs> so um i ended up doing settling down i guess and just asked the guy it was, it was like two guys at the at the uh at the cash register neither of them were involved in my transaction i just asked him for it and just left just said fuck it man so i took the high road i guess and you asked the guy to do it and he got it done? Yeah, of course. it took Bang, more to the story. Don't ask a woman to do nothing because she ain't going to get that shit right. It takes a guy to get You got to ask a man. And, <laughs> and also, these people still don't deserve more than minimum. Like, 
They don't deserve the minimum wage to be increased. They don't deserve more than minimum wage. They deserve exactly <laughs> what they're getting. Seven ninety five. That's even too much, I believe. Was, what, what was it for us? Like five fifteen? Five eighty one, dog. I got five eighty one. That was the minimum. Well, wage. you know, minimum wage is probably five fifty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now they started me. I was at the airport, bro. They started me off for five eighty one. So you had that premium pay, but yeah, uh, yeah. They up to like seven something, eight something. I think now they don't deserve. Oh, that pl- shit, bro. Plus, I was at Burger King and I know whack ass. Oh yeah, 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 So, but you know, was they, they was they was, and this was one of the stores where they was like protesting and wanting more money. Man, <laughs> dog, you gonna, next why, time you going are you gonna protest the protest? It like, made y'all deserve shit. My, y'all y'all getting too much. The the girl, the first girl at the window, all she had to do was turn her ass around and hand me a pack of mayo. That would have resolved everything. I dog, she flat out lied up. though. That's a character flaw, No, I'm talking about the bro. first one, though, and then the second one lied. Yeah, the second one lied. So You know what? Maybe that's the thing you could have did. It's just like, yo, can you throw me two packs of mail right now before I pull up? And then, like you said, she could have turned around and got it. I wouldn't have thought to do that because I would have fully expected that somebody would have put that mayo in the bag, I, dog. That's I fully expected for them to fuck up because they did the exact same thing to me before with some jelly for a breakfast sandwich. <laughs> and... And that's a deal breaker on the breakfast sandwich, dog. Like, oh yeah, you can't <laughs> have no dry breakfast sandwich, bro. That's that's a no go. That's so, not gonna work. And I made it. I like gotta have the strawberry. I gotta have the strawberry jam. Definitely the strawberry. And I made it all the way to work. <laughs> you was sick. I realized it. But lucky for me, I'm like the condiment. I got like the condiment trap house at my at my desk. Yeah. So I got all kinds of extra shit in there. So I was good. Oh okay. All right. Let's, I don't have a condiment. I don't have a condiment trap house, but I keep uh, crunchy peanut butter and uh, and some strawberry jam at my desk, and I keep bread so I can make a PBJ in the middle of the day if I get hungry. Yeah, well, so. you never know. You never know when somebody might have an emergency and they need some peanut butter, some crunchy peanut butter. There you peanut go. Butter. They're like, oh, fuck, man. I got the, the, the smooth. You got the stuff. creamy? Yeah. Nah, dog. I rock crunchy. That's it. That's all I get. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you might, you might want to ask for that... Uh, that jelly in advance next time bro just oh, let yeah. them know i definitely will i you know what? i fully expect the communication to be fucked up but when you ask the chick yo you got some you got some mayo in here i expect her to be like oh no nah, i didn't i didn't know you want to hear it let me get it for you because you already had to wait and then if you have to go back in to fix some shit now you, you're gonna you, you definitely gonna be pissed what she didn't want to do because their window is like kind of like at their exit so it's not like attached to the rest of the kitchen so they, she had to walk around the counter through the dining area to this window and she didn't want to have to walk all the way back to get the stuff is what it was Dog, but she lied though, dog. Yeah. She lied. She could have called and made somebody else do it for her. She could have did anything. She didn't have to lie though, man. Like over some mayo. Yeah, man. Dog, she's lying. Look, if you lying about mayo, you lying about every fucking thing. You can't trust she can't be trusted. Man. If she, she got a she, man, she's he a food, she's a food runner at McDonald's, dog. I don't expect much more from her. I'm I'm saying though, she can't be trusted. She can't be like if she got a boyfriend, yo, homie can't trust her. She's lying about fucking mayo. Come on, man. Yeah, man. That's that's terrible. Yeah, man. All right, so you um, one more thing. So you know I've been on my health healthy living thing uh since uh 
basically since um, the end of last year. And, and it's kind of funny coming out there. I just talked about McDonald's, but I didn't get shit from there. But basically, uh, during my lunches, I walk around our uh, inside our building because it's freezing here still. Again, I'm in St. Louis. We have seasons. And so I'm walking around in our building, and we have, like, this big conference room. So I just walk the conference room. It's always the lights are always off, but it's got these super huge windows. It's a white room, yeah. super high okay. ceilings, very nice and uh, therapeutic to walk in there and quiet. Nice. Nobody ever goes in there. And so this week, I decided to kind of turn up my uh, workout, my little lunchtime uh, workout, and I introduced some penitentiary exercises in there. So I'm in, I've been there doing push-ups and I'm doing squats and I'm doing lunges and I'm curling the uh, chairs and stuff. So uh, okay, yeah, I did like an entire little penitentiary thing. All I needed was get like buff. A, it was a dude to like hold like a towel so I can uh, work my triceps and stuff. But <laughs> but that was pretty fun, man, and it's pretty cool. And it's and this has just been a great journey for me. So. I enjoy trying to uh, make this whole thing a lifestyle rather than just a little quick diet trend. Right. That's going to fall off after a month and a half because it was a uh, New Year's resolution. And we already know how those work. No, they don't even last a month and a half, though. I would say probably 80 percent of them people are done after the first, by the second week. Yeah, that's why I try to avoid calling that shit a resolution because I already know where it's going. You you setting yourself up for failure when you call it a resolution because ninety yeah. percent of the population don't stick with them anyway. And maybe you different, but I mean I'm 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 a man and I, I'm I don't, not perfect. Yeah, so I don't I'll, make I'll resolutions. probably be like the other men out there. I, I've never been the type to make a, make a resolution. I don't even wait for like a Monday to begin something. You know, I'm, a lot of people are yeah. like, "Oh, I'll start this on Monday." Man, if yeah. a that's idea, an excuse to get a little bit more time. Yeah, exactly. If an idea comes in my mind, I will start that shit on a Thursday. I do not care. Um, actually, this thing, the juicing, I started on a just a random ass like Thursday. I watched yeah. that video or that movie, um, Fast, Sick, and Nearly Dead, on Wednesday night and Thursday. I was up. Looking for <laughs> you ain't about to yeah. tell me like I don't like I don't have to I don't have to wait for somebody else's you know predetermined start time or a nice friendly you know first of the month and no shit like that like now nah, yeah. it's time to change things now it's time to get shit done now so I, and again I talked we talked about our, my my um, obsessions was that last show two shows yep. ago uh, two shows ago show before last and. Yeah. Uh, and that's how all of my obsessions have been. If I get the idea to do something, I'm on that shit immediately. I remember even with my photography stuff, I started reading about cameras and stuff. And like that day, again, it was just like a random ass Tuesday. I was in Circuit City buying my Rebel XT. Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Uh, basically, yeah, don't wait to. Start yeah, you ain't gotta wait. Yeah, when you start waiting, you're already losing because you're making an excuse to 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 do it. Yeah. For the New Year's, I will say that it's like okay, 
it's a new year why don't i try to start something fresh to improve myself why don't i try to improve myself on something and so i'll actually go seek something about myself be real and say what is it that you can improve this time and i'll it's only been for the last three years mm-hmm. um so i've i've been uh this year i'm kind of i'm not doing as as well i have as i have the past two um but i'm trying so yeah I'm working on myself, y'all. I'm trying. I ain't perfect, like I told you. Yeah. And like you said, I don't have to wait for no Monday or, or nothing else like that either. If I see something that, that ain't right, I can cut some shit cold turkey. Luckily, I've been blessed with this thing called the the willpower. For the most part, I'm, a, I'm still a work in progress for biting my nails. But I could stop on the drop of a hat. It's just that, you know, after a month or two, you know, things start getting stressed. I just start biting for no reason. So I'm working on that, too. Yeah. Anyway. We got to talk about that sometime. I, I, I still don't understand the whole nail biting thing and how it applies to you, but we have, uh, it's it's a we have to, uh, it's it's really not that hard. I mean, it's easy. It's, it's just a habit that I that I've been said, doing since stress. I was a kid. I mean, like, is it is it like more like a, a security blanket type thing, like sucking your thumb, equivalent to sucking your thumb, or is it like you? you it's it's, a it's not even a and you uh, bite your nails now. You know what? Maybe it's not stress. Maybe it's just more anxiety. I'll call it an anxiety because I don't think, okay, I'm stressed. I'm going to bite my nails. It's more like I'm sitting there. I'm concentrating and just automatically I got to I got to I got to do something. I got to fidget or something and I bite my nails. And so when I'm paying attention and I'm and I'm working to stop biting my nails, I catch it and I stop. Yeah, uh, but yeah, like after some time, after some time goes by, two, three months goes by, the nails and got long and shit. And it's like, oh, okay, well, you know, I just noticed myself doing it. So most anyway, people, most people are like, let me get the fingernail clippers. You start eating your shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, you gotta buy. You gotta start chewing some gum or smoking cigarettes or uh, eat some sunflower seeds or something. Yeah, yeah, but see, then you gotta go up and go get some. This is this is easy. It's already on my hands. And I know, I know, everybody says that's so disgusting. I know it's a disgusting habit, but I will say that for the most part. I try to keep my hands cleaner than most. I do pay attention when I put my hands on. That's not an excuse to bite, but I'm just saying that I drink a lot of water, so I get rid of those germs anyway. Anyway. All right. So <sighs> moving on. What else we got, bro? What else uh, we got? So this morning, I don't know if it's viral yet. I'm sure it probably will go slightly viral. I was watching or I was listening to The Breakfast Club, as I normally do every morning, on my way to work and I hear that two of my favorite uh, people were going to be on the show. And that's uh, Deezus and Mero, the Bodega Boys. Okay. And uh, and they also have that show, Deezus and Mero. Yeah. Uh, the brand is strong. The yeah. brand is brolic, right? Right, right, right. And so, and so uh, they, they were on the Breakfast Club. And as they introduced them, or the SATs, the next segment, what they were going to be on, DJ Envy was sounding kind of salty. He was like, he, uh, Charlemagne asked him, like, what's wrong? He was like, man, we'll talk about it. And the weird thing about that is, I know they record these shows the day before. They don't normally have live interviews. Yeah. So was he still mad today about it? I, I don't know. But anyway, so Deezus and Mero get on and they start talking and DJ Envy's like, okay, we got to, you know, I got to holler at you about something. 
And basically, what, DJ Envy's mad because DJ Zemiro made some jokes about his wife, Gia. And about Gia wanting Envy for his money, right? Right. And that's, uh, oh, I guess, or yeah, with okay. Envy before his money, basically. Yeah. It was a joke, though. These guys are joke. jokers. They are top-notch jokers. They have a show where 100% of the time they are just off the cuff cracking jokes. 100 jokes per minute. Right. right. They never, ever stop. Every, and they do this every, four days a week on a TV show, an hour and a half a day on their podcast, or an hour and a half per podcast. They just just whipping out these jokes. So, And that's talent. Because yeah. for you to make jokes pretty much all day long, that's, yo, you going to run. How do you not run out? But they good they're at not, they, They're just funny dudes. They just making funny observations about stuff man and they just they just got it they are super talented love those yep. love that show so dj envy you know they're, they're talking and they say okay guys okay so are we this is what he asked him to apologize right he forced him to apologize basically who these is right right and he, he said you know he was like first things first y'all disrespected my wife you need to you know you need to apologize to my wife because you disrespected her and I was, I'm like, yo, what could, I know they ain't the disrespectful kind of dudes. What could they possibly say? Luckily for all of us and for them, they had a clip. So he wanted, he played a clip and it was showing uh, Deez and Meryl's show. Deez and Meryl's watching The View. Uh, Gia and Envy was on The View. They were talking about themselves on this particular clip. That's the context of it. And she was just saying that she knows him as him, not as DJ Envy. And an observation was made, saying that, uh, but you, but you know them checks though. Something about the ch- him, Envy's check and her being very aware of Envy's check and knowing him, knowing his check. She, they didn't say, "Oh man, she only with you for the money." They didn't say right. anything like that. They were sitting down watching the show, and their job is to make funny observations. They made what can be considered a funny observation, and. Uh, so uh, Envy felt disrespected. Envy and his wife felt disrespected about that. So Envy wanted to bring it to Deez and Meryl like a man, right? That's dope. I respect that. To be honest, I couldn't see, like I've listened to, so DJ Envy has a podcast with his wife called The Casey Crew. And I couldn't see Gia getting too upset about that. Yeah. I would think Envy probably was more upset than she was. I could see right, and he probably he and he's just saying that she got upset. Right, right. So, uh, so anyway, he he was mad about it, and he was saying it was disrespectful because they were insinuating that she was only with him for the money. Even though they didn't say it, he said it was an insinuation. But it that's was. the way he it took it. Kind of, it kind of was. That, that's that's what that's implying, right? You don't think so? No, I, I, I don't see it that way. No, okay. I don't see it that way. I see it as you don't know me as DJ Envy, but you know that Envy check that come in. It's it's not like... I get it, yeah. You see what I'm saying? I get it, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, so, yeah, yeah, it's... it's, it's it, yeah, you don't call me DJ Envy at home, but you damn near, you damn sure are cashing them DJ Envy checks. Right, you know what a DJ Envy check look like, though. I'm, I'm Envy when a check come in. So I can see how he took it the way he took it, but I also saw it another way. And maybe I was able to see it that other way because Envy was already mad. So maybe, and I, I'm the type of person that looks in the positive. I know that those, I know those dudes, uh, 
Well, I don't know those dudes. Let me take that back. Uh, I uh, I believe that I can understand what their angle is, and their angle isn't to disrespect people. They're not that type of they're not that type of funny where they're trying to disrespect you. Yeah. So, had it been like a Michael Blackson, or had it been like a because he was just on the show too. Even he's a he comedian though, though, bro. I mean, if you're a comedian, like. I think Andrew Schultz has said this. We name dropping everybody. But I think Andrew Schultz said like how when you're a comedian, you kind of get that pass to say wild shit as long as you're a comedian. No, nah, you can get offended if you take if you if you a person, well, you're an okay, actual person. Okay, okay. Well, no, hold on. Here here's a very good point, a, a case in point. A very good example. Uh Brilliant Idiots had um um Woodbine on yeah. the show a couple of weeks ago. And uh, he was talking about the Tupac show and Andrew Schultz was just saying wild shit and Volkim wasn't really, you know, wasn't receiving it too well at first. And then Andrew Schultz was like, so did you know Tupac when he had just one nut? Right. And Volkim was like, look, I'm trying to keep this thing respectable. You know, let's keep this, you know, respectable. And... I thought the shit was funny. Well, I thought it was okay funny. Some of the other stuff he said was funny. But Charlemagne had to let Bokeem know, like, look, Andrew Schultz is a is a is a comedian. And he was like, Ah, okay. And that completely changed the whole mood of everything. Right. Now Andrew Schultz was free to make these wild observations and jokes and Bokeem wasn't tripping like he was at first because he thought he was just some white guy, you know trying to diss pop, right? Yeah. And he felt like he had to stand up for that. Right. But but when, when he found out he was the comedian, he got a pass. So yeah. that's what I mean. Like comedians could make rape jokes and stuff. And as long as they're a comedian, they get the pass most of the time. Most of the time. I I hear what you're saying. All I'm saying is is if something is made if something is directed to chew, whether it's a joke or not, you have the right to feel disrespected about it. Absolutely. Yeah. You do. Right? And so Envy definitely had to write, but it's about the intent. Yeah. And he know he know that Deezus and Mero what they about and what they do, and he know that they not going out there to be disrespectful. Do you take like a fifty cent? Fifty doesn't give a fuck. Fifty just dropped. If he dies, he dies. While they claim Rick Ross was on a on a on his deathbed, bro. And fifty ain't a he doesn't care, huh? And fifty ain't a comedian either. He he's not. Well, uh, he's not a comedian. He's, his 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 main job is not a comedian, but you know him as trying to. You know him as being funny and serious. But yeah, you're right. He's not a comedian. I I get with and that. It, and it's just like, uh, but you know his intent. I'm saying you know his intent. Right. You know that he does not care. Let me but, see. But who's like, a comedian that's who's raw and just doesn't care? Give me one. Um, you, can you think of Chappelle? one? Chappelle. I, I would say Chappelle's. Nah, I think he. He makes jokes, but he actually, you can tell he puts thought into his joke. Who just says some wild shit out there and, and, and is not thinking about, well, I guess it ain't many comedians who just do that because they want it to be funny, so they're usually great writers. <laughs> well, So I guess they all think about what well, they're saying. Well, okay, here's somebody who didn't get the pass, another person who did not get the pass, who's not a comedian, fabulous when he was going at Ray J about the Floyd Mayweather thing, and Ray J, you know, stepped to him later. And Ray J was saying, like, you know, he, Fabulous isn't a comedian. So he doesn't, he shouldn't be making these jokes. Now I'm taking it personal. That's how he felt. Man, you know, that's, although, that's whack, though. Although Ray J was if, on some shit. But 
but still he didn't get the, i was just saying that for example of oh yeah he didn't get the pass get the pass because you're not the, a comedian if it's the thing is though it, fab different but it, but but fab though if you if you if you follow his twitter if you follow him at all all yeah. he does is joke yeah exactly like that's what he does his second job would be to be a comedian he's a funny guy and he and he lives that and he shows that so he might not be that might not be his first job but don't try to box me in as just a rapper bro i make jokes all the time you know what i'm saying yeah. and so anyway so it's it's about the intent. So at so, the end of the day, uh-huh. I don't think the intent was to hurt, but Envy felt some kind of way. He claims his wife felt some kind of way. So he did what men are or what we're told men are supposed to do, right? The thing that I respect about men is like, yo, you feel something, say something. Don't hold it in. Don't wait. Don't treat me different. Just tell me what it is so I can so I can take it in and tell you what I feel about it and we can talk about it like men. Right. So okay, so he did he that. did that, mm-hmm. and he 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 told he he told them you know like he said he felt disrespected he wanted an apology, and what did they do? They apologized. They dropped everything and apologized sincerely. sincerely. Apologized very very much sincerely. All the jokes ended. He's like, are you serious? He's like, yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. That and that's and that's super dope. It's like, yo, are you serious right now? Like you really felt disrespected. Cause you know those was jokes, bro. You really felt disrespected. And he was like, "Yeah, you disrespected me and my wife." They sincerely apologized. Very, very respectable with how they apologized. They didn't try to joke their way out of it. They didn't try to, you know, what I'm saying they they just went into the apology. You take like the the Michael Blackson beef with uh say a Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart said he felt disrespected. Michael Blackson kept going. He's still going to this day. And that going. shit was months ago. He's, the, He's still going. He was on Everyday Struggle, making still making jokes and shit. He was on The Breakfast Club making jokes. He's still going. He's not really taking it back. Although, and that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Uh, comedian or not, bro, if I tell you I feel some kind of way and you still going, you're saying fuck me. Yeah, once and you fuck, bring it, once, you, once you establish like there's a problem and... You know, you know the guy's serious, and it's like you you're talking about their personal life or whatever. Yeah, I mean, you do have the 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 choice then to back down or not. You know, dog. If if I cough, and I've been saying this, if I cough foul, respect my foul. Because if you cough foul, I'm gonna let you get your call. I'm gonna stop what we doing, and you gonna get the ball. You know what I'm saying? So respect my call, bro. If I call foul, that means you fouled me. And we need to talk about this some more. If I call foul, you like, fuck it, you ain't getting the ball. I'm still going. It's still me. Where to check me up. It's like, okay, now you're trying to disrespect me. So. <laughs> they apologize. That's, that's, a, that's like we, the only, that's the only sport where like, like you call us, like you call like your own foul. And then it's looked at as disrespect when you don't get the call. And like now it has to be a fight. Like nobody yeah. else does that. Like in baseball, it's not like a strike. It's like no, motherfucker, ain't no strike. And it's like, <laughs> Respect my damn strike. And then you know, <laughs> you know, and then it's like a fight over that shit. Yo, well, so check it, dog. Who's really playing baseball without a ref, though? You know what I'm saying? Who's playing basketball without a ref? I mean, you, we're talking about street. dog. We're you go to the, the street, park and right? play basketball. You can play two on two, three on three. I'm you saying, can play so, five on five. So you playing baseball and kickball and shit without dog? <laughs> you don't go get nine people. You don't go get 18 people and go play baseball. No, though. okay. Who does you can, No, I'm not. What are you talking about? I'm saying you play like you playing somebody backyard or whatever. 
It's only like six of y'all or whatever, and y'all playing baseball. Yeah. And ain't nobody fighting over that shit. <laughs> I'm saying <laughs> only in basketball is the only place yeah. where that happens. Football it doesn't happen because football you go take a motherfucking head off, you know, right for 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 messing you over or whatever, you know. Right. I mean, only thing you really call you don't really call no calls when you playing football other than maybe an out of bounds anyway. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like you don't you don't call a, a face mask. You don't call a holding. <laughs> you don't. There's nothing to call, dog. You either out of bounds or you not. You either drop the pass or you caught it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 so at the end of the day you'd be like nah let's, let's do it over but in basketball yeah somebody yeah, yeah. Hit that's you. what we would do in football like in football in somebody's backyard you just be like all right play we do the play over same yeah you know, same down whatever you just start from the yeah. same spot like, or the strike you like all right well let's run it back then you you throw it again but in basketball <laughs> somebody made contact nah, with we you, gotta, we gotta settle you. this shit <laughs> yeah they changed the shot like no we can't go forward until this thing gets settled bro <laughs> so anyway and that same same thing with life dog like i'm gonna tell you that you you disrespected me you fouled me you hit me while i was shooting stop what you're doing respect my call dog and if you don't that means you don't respect me and now we got we, i gotta check you for it so back to the envy <laughs> thing what about this envy shit yeah back to the envy thing uh they apologize <clears throat> sincerely right they they didn't they they didn't try to back down or they didn't try to uh, keep it going or talk it up or nothing. They backed down. Envy was still mad. You could tell he's still steaming if you watched the video. So so I didn't so, watch the video. Uh, like I said, I was listening. So I thought, you know, he, he like I felt like he was kind of forced into saying like, all right, we cool. Yeah, but because that's what you that's but, what you're supposed to do. You expect that to happen. Y'all at a place of business. Y'all got a job to do. They got a job to but, do. But you were watching the video. He was visibly still upset. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't change. He ain't like try to dap him up. But like, all right, dog, we cool. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we've all been in that position where you cry foul to somebody and then they respected your call and you be like, all right, all right, everything cool. But if somebody if somebody respects your call and you know that they don't want to, like, yeah, man, you got it, all right. And all they do is try to foul you harder or they try to play you harder. You know that they still mad. So Envy was still mad. Charlamagne asked a question about. So, yeah, I meant to ask y'all about uh, has anybody uh, stepped to y'all about y'all spicy content? Like the stuff that y'all say. Other than now. And, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And so they they laughed it off and whatnot. And somehow they got into a question about, uh, you know, have what, what did he say? It's, it somehow got into doing a celebrity boxing match and he was like yeah I, I, yeah we'll do that with envy and envy was like yeah you know what i really like that you yeah, know what i'm saying i really yeah, like that yeah so he felt you could tell he felt some kind of way then he got he got up and he started pacing oh and then wow. he just walked out the show okay and i'm like yo dog all right that's the whole story we probably drug it out longer when we get made our analogy, but I think that analogy is important because that shit fits. Go ahead and use it at free will. Corporate Street's listeners, I ain't mad at you. I, I ain't going, you know what I'm saying, try to patent it or trademark it or nothing like that. It's good. Um, what did you think about that, dog? How did you feel about how he handled that, how he took it? Was he right? Is that cool? Did he do it the right way? I was a bit confused. Because, again, I, I couldn't see all these things, so from a listener's perspective i didn't know what the fuck was going on um i was just thinking like envy was probably overreacting a bit and 
he probably wasn't being true to himself if he was still that upset. Especially yeah. when, like, when he said, when they made the comment about the boxing, I was like, oh, shit, you know, what's going to happen here? And I was thinking, you know, he's still upset. He's supposed to have squashed it, but he really ain't squashed it. It's kind of, you know, here's another analogy. Um, Q and Bishop on Juice, when, you know, they got in a fight and they and Raheem, uh, Raheem jumped up, was like, man, no, nah, y'all supposed to be like brothers. No, nah, fuck that. Y'all are brothers. And... You know, they hugged it out, Q and Bishop, and then uh, what Bishop kind of rolled his eyes when he hugged him, right? Okay. Tupac's character, Bishop. He hugged his, he rolled his eyes when he hugged him. It was like the beef really wasn't squashed. On one side it was, Q was like, cool. But Bishop was like, nah, you know, fuck this guy, you know. And that's kind of what Envy did. And that's not yeah. cool to me, man. Like, if you want to squash the shit, squash the shit. You know, yeah, man, that's like you, you can't you can't just keep going and it's not really squash. So what what about you? What do you think about it? I thought that was I thought it was super lame. I thought it was super lame. I, I so it started off very respectable. Envy felt some kind of way, or maybe Envy and his wife. He had to protect his wife's rep. He had to protect her name, and so he jumped out in front of it, and he put his relationship with these guys in jeopardy because. He wanted to make sure that they knew how he felt. Mm -hmm. And he told them face to face. He didn't talk behind their back. He told them right to their face. Now, honestly, I feel like he shouldn't have did it on air. But maybe because they were on air when they made the joke, he wanted, he wanted them to apologize yeah, on that. Yeah, you want the apology. I forget who did that. But um, there was like some rap beef where, you know, the shit was said on the air. But oh, I was thinking it was like some kind of Soldier Boy shit where Soldier Boy... You know, was talking about somebody, but then tried to apologize behind the scenes, and they was like, "No, nah, fuck that." He's yeah, like, you you said it in front of everybody. You need to you need to apologize in front of everybody. Right. Okay. No, but what I'm saying is, don't. I'm so, saying that he didn't have to air it right on well, the air that way. Well, he could have talked to them. He could have stepped to them like, "Yo, that joke wasn't cool, dog." I mean, my wife deserves an apology, bro. When we get on this air, I'd appreciate if you apologize, and that's his stipulation to mending it. If you don't do, if you don't take my file and run the file like I want it, then you disrespected me. So he could have said, "Yo, I, I'd appreciate if y'all apologize." Like, on like air. before, and they be did it how nah, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think he should have did it like that. Um, because I know, I know, I know they take a lot of pride in not really hiding things, like with the Birdman interview and the Monique stuff. Like they start that video as soon as some people walk in because they want to get it all in like they don't they don't do like the whole pre you know questions what questions are off like when like the handler would say okay don't ask uh rick ross about his baby mama and they like well we don't want the interview then if we can't do that yeah you know yeah and so they don't do any like prep like that and yeah. so i think that i think that was staying true to their show by just being like okay we're going to discuss this on here now they've done that a lot of times you know where somebody come on who they have some hot takes about and they air it out right there on the show most of the time it ends well this is i feel that one of the times i'm saying that i i thought that these guys were were cool i thought that they were cool yeah maybe it's just yeah. charlamagne and, charlamagne and, is and cool, with are yeah. cool. maybe it. they're not as cool yeah. i'm saying if you were if you're cool you would generally let them know how you felt about it 
And then when you get on the air, you can talk about it. You can say, oh, yeah, you know, say, yeah, I was heated at y'all because da 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 da. But you you already got the weirdness out of the way, right. is what I'm saying. Right. If y'all cool. But if, if y'all not, you know what I'm saying, they do their show, you do your show. When you see them, you say it. You say it on the air. That's how they get their content. That's why they're trending. That's why they're the best at what they do right now. So I respect that too, right? Yeah. The point that I'm trying to make is MB started off respectable. He said it was cool. It wasn't cool. He lied. He, like you said, he wasn't staying true to who he was, and he walked out, and that's lame. So that's that's some that's some that's some punk shit that you can't be in the room with these guys now. Like, if anything, they should have been, they should have felt weird. They got blindsided by this pressure that they didn't even know that they was gonna be on, and they took it well. He created the pressure, and he couldn't still be in the room. That's punk shit, bro. So that's so, punk shit. So here's the here's the other piece, and this is from DJ Envy's perspective and the shows that I've like I said, I listen to their podcast to the Casey Crew, and I've been watching the Breakfast Club for a long time. But you really get to learn about Envy and Gia listening to their shows. They air out all of their shit. They don't hold back anything. And Envy. And Gia has been together since they've been in high school, right? Okay. And, and I guess Envy's like 30-something, so, you know, call it 15, almost 20 years or whatever. About 20 years, I think. Okay. Envy has gone through a lot, you know, with the cheating and shit with his wife and um, and just a lot of struggle with his wife. So I really do feel like he really, really, really loves his woman, and you know they got all these kids and stuff and so that's just the way he is and it's always been the way he has been about his wife it's on some another level shit i think where still whack where he takes it he takes it as if you're talking about his kid you know or like you talking about his mama or whatever you know whatever you want to say he really takes that shit personal so he probably was feeling like, yeah, he got the apology, but he didn't really defend his wife's honor to the extent that he wanted. I hear you saying it's still whack, but I'm just saying. All right. I well, feel like I feel like that's probably where he's coming from. If he I, didn't defend it enough, then maybe it, th- that's whack of him not to defend it to the fullest like he should have. Then I, I don't know what else he would have wanted to do. Unless he really wants, he wants to, fight to fight it out and he can offer that. He wanted to fight. <laughs> he wanted to fight. And, I mean, can it be looked at as, as commendable by removing yourself? Like, like maybe he would have ruined the show by continuing on with the shit. Or ruined the interview. Maybe. You know, yeah. may, maybe he did the best the best thing by getting up and walking away. Isn't that what you tell people to do? Okay. I mean, like, you know, like, I mean, do you tell people to go go ahead and just fight the shit out or whatever? I mean, because he has his temper or whatever, and maybe he just knew he needed to remove himself from the shit. Yeah, walking out, though, that's, I mean, okay. You you could do it the way you want to do it. You Everybody could do it the way they want to do it. Maybe I, if I was put in that situation, maybe something will make me walk out it's easy for me to say on the outside however it just seems like if that's what's the case it'd be like yo i'm out 
I I I can't. Uh, I'm still kind of heated, y'all. I, I I gotta I gotta I gotta go. You know, you what? know what I'm saying? It, and he's one of the types that you you always hear about these people. Where we all got the cousin or whatever who gets mad and starts crying. Yeah, he's one of those types. Yeah, he's cried on his show a couple of times. You know, like just. I mean, he's very emotional. Right. And so. Shit's still whack. (laughs) That shit's still whack, bro. Like, look, look, he came to him. He started off good. And it's like, yo, and maybe if he had a chance, maybe he'll do the shit over. He probably know that that shit seems like it's a no win situation, man. Nah, he tried tried, tried to remove himself from, you know, you know, getting all crazy and stuff. And people still come. If you if you don't want to mess up the show, then don't mess up the show. Be like, yo. I got, I gotta go, y'all. I know y'all apologize. I respect that. I I got y'all apology. I'm still heated. I don't want to fuck up the show. I'm out. Why but to like walk out and everybody. I mean, I'm saying, but to walk out and everybody wondering like, is this dude really serious right now? What the fuck was that? Like, I don't even know if he came back or not. I mean, like you're saying that, and you're not mad. You're not in the heat of the moment. It ain't your wife or your family that whose honor you're trying to defend. Yeah, I said that already. Oh, no, I know. So, so I'm saying, like, you can't really say he should stand up, have this this nice put together statement, and then excuse. Like, I'm gonna excuse myself. That's, guys. that's not like, a nice. That's easy. To, that's easy to say, dog. I mean, he does it every day. It's easy for you, but no, he doesn't yeah. do it every day where he has to. I'm saying defend. he does a show every day. He, he does, does a show, show but he's not doing a show where he has to, you know, defend his wife. Yeah, that's true. So, so. He, he he did it his way. So we we all got things we can yeah. work on. So um, so the funny thing about this is uh, there was a screenshot sent to me um, yesterday, actually where um it's basically this list of roles that a husband and wife are supposed to play yeah and i sent you the screenshot yep and so we decided to discuss this a bit and it's just so happened this envy thing happened so uh i feel like this is the perfect time for it so uh let's go ahead and discuss this thing um so they have so it's it says husband and wife and it has these uh, five roles for each. And it came from somebody's Bible study class. So it was, it was that's where it came from. So we wanted to discuss it a little bit, right? Yeah. So I want to just. Now, get- when I saw it, I immediately saw it as they were contrasting things as if husband does this thing, wife does this thing. And so uh, maybe they're not supposed to be in any particular order. Maybe they're not supposed to be contrasting, but I can see how they would contrast. That's how I took it. That's what you do with art. A picture is art. So that's the way I'm going to talk about it. (laughs) Okay. All right. So let's get into it. So uh, the first up is the husband. And it says one of the things the husbands are supposed to do, um, one of the roles that they have as a husband is to love. Yeah. Um, and 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 the and the wife is supposed to respect right okay so so what do you think about that so with this list i mean do you feel like that i mean maybe i should say this to the end but i'm going to say it now should that exclude the wife from having the love should that exclude the husband from having the respect nah nah 
I don't I don't think that there should be any exclusions here. I think that um, these are things that should be more focused the way that I took it. It's like, all right, these are qualities here. Men, you need to focus on doing this. Women, you need to focus on doing this. And this is what needs to be done if you guys want to have a happy relationship. That's the way I took it. Okay. So, so what would that okay. look like? I mean, what does that look like a husband is supposed to love? Um, I guess the first thing that comes to, to that, that comes to mind for me is that she or he should not be cheating, right? Yep, clearly. Um, that's pretty much. <laughs> That's you know all. Bad, I, that's all. Bad shows that he loves you is that. Well, they, <laughs> some people say bad shows you that he loves you by not getting caught cheating. <laughs> you know. Oh, okay. That that that's a little extreme. That's a little extreme. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Interpretation. That's an extreme one. If he, if but he, yeah, if he the whole not you, getting caught one is extreme. But not cheating. I mean, if you can, you know what? You know what's funny about this? I was just talking to my wife about this the other day. And I was and I was talking to her about how and I said this on the show where we talked about uh, the LGBTQIA. Mm -hmm. I was saying that way, way, way back when they said men were were ones, women were twos. Ones are supposed to be with twos. Ones are never supposed to be with ones. Twos are never supposed to be with twos. Okay, and there was this rule that was put out there. Somebody made the shit up, but nothing is perfect. Nothing is 100 percent. How can you think? that the world is going to work that way, right? Mm -hmm. And so many, many moons ago, they said, hey, men and women, you're supposed to be with one person. You're supposed to be monogamous. Somebody made up this rule, and now society is telling you that you have to be monogamous. And I was just, I was talking to my wife about that. With men typically being more physical and women being more emotional, I mean, men are more physical, so... They're going to look at other women and not saying that they're going to lust other women because the Bible tells you that you're not supposed to. Uh, your parents tell you not to. or you, I mean, you, you, most people are taught that you're not supposed to. Society, society tells you that you're not yeah, supposed to. Exactly. There you yeah, go. society tells you that you're not supposed to. But the natural thing is men are physical. So they are turned on by physical things. You see a bad chick and your dick gets hard. That's what you're trying to say. Basically. And so that's not necessarily the most natural thing is to, like you say, be monogamous. No, nah, it, it's, it's, not, it's not natural. So you have to train yourself to not to do this unnatural thing. Right. And, and, and I don't think people pay attention to that enough. They just say, oh, man, especially women, you know what I'm saying? Because they want to be respected, right? Uh, women want to be loved and they feel like they deserve to only have one and and then again men are very territorial and so they expect their woman to be with just them right so women want that same type of respect and with that being said uh that's what makes this thing that's why i think that and by the way speaking of this list i'm gonna I'm put it out there really early maybe i should save it but i'm gonna put there out really early i feel like these qualities were brought up for each group you said okay if it says men are supposed to love does that mean women are not mm -hmm. men or uh, women are supposed to respect does that mean men are not mm -hmm. no i think that these are qualities that men need to work on and these may be qualities that women need to work on and it's something that um it's something that is not typically easy for them to do somebody uh, made this up okay right okay and so 
men, if you want to love your woman, you be with one woman, you love her. You know what I'm saying? By being with one woman because you know that that's what she wants. You need to focus on that. You need to work on that. If that's what you're choosing to do, yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. it's because the list, it doesn't say man and woman. It says husband and wife. So oh, okay. So true, it's, true. it's assuming that you've entered that you're this. Uh, yeah, you're married. This union, right? And yeah, you're committed to this situation. So you should definitely be working on loving. Um, so what does that look like to you? Like, what is what is a man supposed to do to show that he loves his wife? I mean, being that men are are generally more, of, and I'm gonna say generally, I'm gonna, because uh, we're 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 talking about well things that I've seen. How about this? I'm speaking from all of this is from things that I've seen. Mm-hmm. So when I'm generalizing, it's because this is what I've typically seen. Men are generally more physical, and men are generally taught to be harder and be tougher and not to be so loving. So. You need to cuddle with your kids and cuddle with your wife and and take care, you know, show love, basically, mm-hmm. instead of trying to be tough and hard all the time. Mm-hmm. Men need to or husbands, <laughs> husbands need to work on that. And when I say men, I'm, I'm talking about husbands. That's what the context of this is. No, nah, men ain't got to do that shit. Men are supposed to go out and sow they, ro- their royal oats. <laughs> okay sure if you hand. want 11 babies if you want 11 babies go ahead and do that husbands on the other hand they supposed to love and cuddle and shit men supposed to yeah. hit and, and be out of there there you go i'm with it <laughs> and so women now women are supposed to respect bro show me some respect woman wife what is it what does that even look like what does that mean so oh I think I I immediately start thinking about like the woman that's not respecting, like not showing respect. So yeah. the one that's uh, kind of like talking shit to the to the husband, telling him he ain't shit for not taking out the trash today, or I don't know. Is that is that is that not showing respect? No, I guess if he's supposed to take out the trash, but if he just fucking forgot he was running late to work or something i mean give, yeah give the motherfucker a break <laughs> <laughs> right right don't lock him out of the house because he forgot to pull the trash cans around you know what i'm saying yeah um when when i see that right all right first of all some of these all right no we talk about husband and wife all right so cool so if if old boy proposed to you and this is your husband or if the woman proposed, I mean, we're we're equal around this joint, right? International Women's Day. Women can propose too if they want to, if that's y'all relationship. But mm-hmm. somebody proposed, somebody says yes, y'all both fucking got married, right? If y'all both got married, then you chose this guy, wife. You chose this guy, so you got what you got. I was about to say that, men, you have to be doing things that are respectable to get respected. But if the woman married this man... Hopefully he's doing respectable things or she set herself up for disaster. So she should respect the guy, you know, if he makes what, like a decision, you know, you should respect it is what this is kind of saying. No, no, I'm saying even more than that. So remember, my context for this thing is these are things that the other side has to work on. This is a role they have to work Mm -hmm. on. Generally, in my in my short lifetime. Women are typically more emotional than guys. And when you live off emotion, you say shit off your mouth that 
that's flying off the handle or you might not think things through because you're going off the feeling you might dj envy it you know what i'm saying you might just move off that emotion and generally if you're moving off emotion you probably ain't being respectful because you're not even being rational so with women typically being more emotional they have an opportunity to not be respectful. So let's, let's back up a bit. Um, let's define respect. I already pulled it up. Respect, a feeling of deep admiration for someone or something elicited by their abilities, qualities, and achievements. Okay. Do they have a number two? Um, number two is a particular aspect, point, or detail. So no. Okay. I have it as a verb to admire. Um, so are we all using the word respect wrong when I say you know what I'm saying if to 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 disrespect like like if if you don't if I tell you that I don't like you talking about my wife and you talk about my wife does that mean you don't have admiration for me like are we using this wrong you're you're <laughs> you're not like let's see like you disrespect my call so my call like my you disrespecting my file. <laughs> Let's go back to that. Yep, yep. So like I so you're you're not you're saying that my ability to call a foul you 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 don't admire that. You don't, you don't okay. admire you don't feel that my ability is 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 strong enough. You don't respect it. Okay. So all right. My ability to uh, oh, okay. Here we go. So let's say you're working on the washing machine, yeah. Right. I'm just pulling this out of nowhere, right? And your washing machine keeps breaking, and you keep you trying saying to that fix- shit because my shit broke four times. Oh, like, did it happen to you? Years. Oh man, I was just saying. I was just saying, just a random. Dog, you know my damn that Samsung washing machine wasn't about shit. And let's say, and let's say, man. let's say you doing all you can. You on the internet. You reading books and shit, and you testing the fucking thing with your multimeter and your wife i did all that by the way and your hey i'm not trying to apply to you man <laughs> <laughs> and your wife says you know what tj i mean your wife says you know what husband uh how about you uh how about we just call somebody who knows what they're doing she's now not respecting your ability or she's not respecting the fact that you fixed it before your achievement in this case yeah yeah and that's a sign of disrespect because she's not oh man you, all that shit's so subjective too eat. huh yeah all that that all that's so subjective see uh you can take that as disrespect and some people low-key dj envy would take that as disrespect i, I was just, i was <laughs> i was trying to apply it to the definition i was oh gotcha gotcha Okay. So yeah, it definitely is subjective, but yeah. Yeah. I was just trying to apply okay. to the definition. So I'm with that. Would you would you um where do you stand on the viewpoint that women uh wives cuz we're talking about husband wife. Women in general are in your experience, I don't know, but in my experience they're more emotional. Uh emotion can lead you to do irrational things. And if you're being irrational, there could be uh, increased opportunity for you to lack respect for something or someone else. Yes, uh, I do believe. Yeah, I, I think that opens it up. Like you said, the the whole emotional thing, although they like the definition says the first thing it says, respect is a feeling. 
of admiration there you go you know it's so, an emotion so so it seems like it is supposed to be based off of some type of emotional judgment yep and for a woman i believe we both agree that women like you said are more emotional so that means like you said they're more su subjective um subject to having disrespect right or to to do something irrational now with that being said i know that somebody listening is saying well wait a minute well if respect is an emotion to feel disrespect is an emotion so that makes men and women <laughs> the equal level of emotional because he wouldn't feel disrespected if he didn't feel it right right you know what i'm saying if he didn't have the feeling of disrespect uh i guess i guess what i would say to that is if everybody if everybody treated each other with respect then we wouldn't have to get to the emotional part i the person that feels disrespected wouldn't feel disrespected if the irrational potentially irrational person or whatever they whoever made that move didn't disrespect in the first place mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying if, if, you, if you would just admire how i was doing it in the first place then i wouldn't have to feel like i wasn't being admired i guess i don't know admire the effort but anyway <laughs> yeah yeah admire the effort All so, right. so that's that's where i stand on that one you want to move on to the next yeah so we got a husband again and they say the husband should be a provider okay so and 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 women should submit and women that's should what submit. that's what the next one was for woman mm -hmm. and again i felt like these were i feel like they're related this list might not be that way but i'll get to it when it's my turn what you think about the husband should be a provider bro what does that mean to you so this is the first one where i kind of have um so here i am going back to 2017 uh, i feel like this one could be slightly problematic okay um because in maybe in the olden days when a husband was expected to go out go hunt bring in the 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 meat to bring in the food that was where this first derived from yeah but in 2018 when we got equal rights and um equality in general yeah well not not when we got it because the shit still ain't equal but when well, everybody's eyes are now being open to since, well, it's, saying, since like, it's a sensitive subject yeah right? well i'm saying like with feminism and stuff and women feel that you know they should be able they can you know go and do things without a man yeah you know i feel like that like the whole providing thing i think that might be an issue for a lot of people yep um because i don't know most households well maybe not most but i know a lot of households can't function with just a man providing and when i think of providing i'm, I'm thinking like the man works the woman doesn't yeah in most, or the man, or the man working and making the most money, right? Right. And I feel like it's just the old way of thinking. Like a man feel like so that means all women should be marrying up, barefoot and pregnant, <laughs> right? And they should be marrying up with to a man that's making more money. Yeah. And in the in the old perfect world, that might be true, but I mean, if I was, you know in this situation i would want my wife to 
to be bossing up too. I want her to be making as much money and much you know as much earning potential as possible. So if she yeah, ended duh. up making more than me, I would then be that's okay just what with it that. is, right? Duh, how stressful is that shit in 2018? How stressful is it to live by this mindset that men have to be the provider? That it, shit again, back way back when somebody said ones and twos, ones are supposed to do this, twos are supposed to do this. In 2018, that system ain't the same no more. It's easy for your wife your woman to have went to somebody's school or to be somebody's entrepreneur and be killing it. Right. You know what I'm saying? How are you supposed to, how are you supposed to uh, uh, go against like an Oprah? Like, you might as well kill yourself. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know and, what I'm and it's like, it's, it's, it seems like it's just one of those things to try to put men in power or to keep men in power. Right. And so that's really where the problematic part kind of comes in, I believe. It's, right, it's one but of those, I, I it's do those, see it's one of those old mindsets that is put into place and putting into people to keep men above women, and that's why I feel like it's problematic. Yeah, and and you did say that uh, you did say that this came from a Bible study, and we know that religion is traditional, and so I don't think that they're ever going to change because that's not what that's not what their their book says, and not what the Bible says. Some so. some do. Some don't, and this is apparently coming from more of a traditional way of thinking. Yeah. I don't know how you can progress. I don't know how you can have progression if the words written on in the book. I don't know how you can change that interpretation. Well, I guess as you get as you get if you get more knowledgeable and get older and expand the interpretation, you can. Uh, But some of these things. Well, I haven't read the whole Bible, so I can't act like I know everything that's said. But things that I've heard in the Bible. And I've read myself made me feel as though that, huh? Well, this is the way that it, it seems like it's supposed to supposed to be. But it might be an interpretation thing. Maybe I need to read that in my 2018 view or 2017, at least 2017 view, where uh, everything should be more equal. Yeah. So maybe I need to read it then. Now, uh, so we talked about we talked about providing men providing, women submitting. Because we, we didn't really talk about that much, right? And so, yeah, so let's get into that part. So just like I said, I mean, it seems to be one of those old-fashioned things. But, okay, so 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 to submit, I'm trying to think what would that look like in today, today's world. And I think, I think man, you may have had a conversation about this. And maybe you want to cut this part out. Or maybe you want to tell your wife to just uh, go run out the room real quick whenever this comes on. But um, I believe you, you've said, you know, basically, um, if there was a thing, you know, an issue where you're both uh, at a disagreement, let's say about. Um, oh, yeah, I know where you're going. About you whatever. Can cut all that, you can cut all that extra out. I, about just whatever. Just say it just what it is. And, and, and basically, you have the tiebreaker. You know, if you can't agree ultimately you say you know you say well okay well this is the way it is and she's supposed to just back down is that right correct? so I, mean, it's, I, I don't i don't mean to put words in your mouth but am i no no, no. Uh, it's, it's very correctly? it's very clear I, t- I told her if we gonna make this thing work it's 51 49 right 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 i got 51 percent. you got 49 percent. right it's as equal as it possibly can be but in my household I'm gonna I'm gonna lead the household. 
I totally respect a lot of what you're saying. Very, very clearly, it's it's very close to half. But if it ever comes, look for me, and we're gonna get to lead, and we're gonna get to lead and follow. But I just it can't be two leaders, bro. Mm-hmm. Nothing could work. I mean, you can yeah. you can lead in different things. You can you can you can have different disciplines that you lead in. But at the end of the day, if you have too many leaders, your your empire is gonna fall the fuck down. And so I made it very clear that I'm gonna step up and be the leader. And it's hard to be that sometimes. You know what I'm saying? You got to make the hard decisions. Sometimes you're wrong, and you got to stand up to that. I'm willing to do that, and I'm ready to try to do that to the best of my ability. So I told her, Yo, if we gonna make this thing rock. For us, if you're going to be with me, I'm 51, you 49. I'm going to respect 99% of your calls. But that 1%, you know what I'm saying? I, if if we disagree on that, I'm on, I'm running with it. All right. So And I stand out for that anytime. So so is it safe to say that you are in, in agreement to a wife should be submitting? Uh, not a wife because it's a lot of lame ass ninjas out there you know what i'm saying and so in a good healthy relationship yeah in a good in a good healthy relationship somebody has to submit okay and so it just depends on how your thing work for me i'm willing to take the victories and the falls i'm i'm gonna step out there and say i'm a, I'm a rocket some households the woman is doing every fucking thing are they bringing in the money they making the decisions you might have a Harvard grad, dog. Look, if I was with some Harvard grad who is is one of the directors at Amazon and she runs shit and that's what she doing, that's what she good at and she make good at making financial decisions or whatever it is and if yo, I might have to take that back seat. You know what I'm saying? If I, that's what it is. But in our case, I feel like I want to be the one to lead. And so I stepped out there and said that's what it's going to be. Okay. If you're gonna be with me. All right. So note to TJ, you can go ahead and call your wife back in the room now. All right. <laughs> so uh, she's gonna flip when she hear that. No, nah, she shouldn't know no, because no, I told because her that. Go tell her to leave. No, 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 no. I told her that from day one. Okay, bro. I no bones about it. That was a real conversation. Yeah, yeah. No jokes. And uh, I'm sure she very vividly remembers that because I told her this is serious right now. I'm I'm real. I, I told her that uh that we was going to get married. You know what I'm saying? Well, actually, I take that back. She told me we was going to get married when we was 12, and somehow that shit worked out. So she actually, I thought I was leading. She ran that shit. And that's another thing, too. Women be controlling things behind the strings, making men think that they that they rocking it and that they leading the shit, and really they pulling the strings in the background. Men don't even see it. And we talked about that in the law in the 48 Laws of Power, in the Power Cast. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, so I'm sure it's a lot of times I'm thinking I'm doing what I want to do and we doing it my way, <laughs> but deep down she carved it to be her way anyway. So, so my perspective on, on this, so when I was younger, I don't know why I thought like this, but I felt like I would want somebody who was had a little more fight back. Yeah. Who wasn't so easy to submit. And that shit is aggravating <laughs> like to so wait 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 so as as a as a as a youngster you felt like yo i need a woman that got some fight to her you know what i'm yeah, saying that they ain't gonna who, just who sit would, down and do what i say some things and you know where we can have you know who would challenge basically challenge my way of thinking 
Now, as your experience, as your experiences start occurring, mm-hmm. would you say you realize that that's just annoying? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely especially i mean especially when that person doesn't have balance and they pretty much never submit yeah that's the situation i was in where the person never would submit and it's like god damn like and so then i found myself doing that but i wasn't happy in that situation at all so does that mean that does that mean that you were submitting in a sense that you just didn't want to fight it no more you let it fly yeah i I, I took the whole pretty much yeah they made you submit in a sense because if y'all keep fighting then it's never gonna work you know what i'm saying right and but the problem is is, i guess the difference here is is if you have a person who's willing willingly submitting that's different than a person that's kind of forced into submission yeah you know what I'm saying? Like somebody put That's you in true. a cross face chicken wing <laughs> to make you submit. That ain't cool. But no, it's not, and that's gonna make you want to get some type of revenge because you're hurt now. Right. Right. It's it. Think about work though. You know what I'm saying? There's some shit that your boss wants you to do that you don't want to do, and you submit and do it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Maybe you hold a grudge. Maybe you don't. I guess it depends on the situation. You don't always get to do it the way you want to do it. And your job is to submit to the leadership at that time. Yeah. yeah. And and you have to because they're paying you. That's the deal that y'all have. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so, uh, again, if everybody can't be a leader. And your job will tell you, hell, if you want to lead like that, you need to get your own job. You need, Or you need to get your own business. business yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, you know what's weird about that too? About the whole women are supposed to submit. That's assuming that all men got their shit together, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All husbands got their shit together. And clearly, there's husbands who's addicted to drugs. There's husbands that's addicted to gambling. There's husbands who's womanizers. There's husbands who just ain't got their stuff right. And the woman does, the wife does. So, what would she look like submitting to everything? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I think in a way, though. I think um, this is where the respect and submit kind of comes into. Uh, they kind of yeah. uh, merge together here. They're related, right? Yeah. I was thinking the same yeah. thing. Yeah. So if she respects you, she will respect and say, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and submit and let you have this, you know, because you're the husband, you're the leader of the household, which we're yeah. getting to shortly, which also, you know, combines with these. Um, I'm going to respect your decision here but you also have to respect her enough to even have the discussion I, I would think like you can't just yeah. be making decisions on shit and not even including your wife on it again that's why when when I made that uh, proposition to my wife it's not like okay it's going to be 75-25 I mean, who wants to who wants to do some shit like that? It's going to be 90 10 and right. I'm running this shit right. like who wants to be with that? Right. I want you to know it's going to be fair as possible, but sometimes you're not going to always be happy and I'm going to need you to step down or or this thing ain't going to work because we both going to be battling. And you know, what's the realest thing that like I thought about, you know, what the scariest thing about a relationship is, uh, you know, between your you and your significant other. You know what the scariest thing is? Is that you can't make them do anything. You know what I'm saying? I realize that 
I mean, I realized that immediately after being married. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't make anybody do anything. So, I know there's this unwritten rule set up that it's 51, 49, but it doesn't always go the way that I think it should go. She doesn't always just submit just to be submitting. Sometimes we have to we have to debate about it. Sometimes we have to talk about it. And you, I can't force her to think like I think or do what I want her to do. And it's like, all right, what are we going to do? I can't beat on her. You know what I'm saying? That's not the proper thing to do. I can't force her to do it. I can't do anything to make her do it. And so that's where the respect and relationship comes in. That's where you guys have to be a team and you got to work that shit out. You know, she has to trust me enough and I have to trust her enough. And, you know, that's for me, that's a real realization, man. When you realize, yo, I can't make her do it. You know what I'm saying? I can't make her stop talking to me like that. I can't make her go where I want her to go. I can't make her wear what I want her to wear. It's got to be, uh, it's got to be a, um, some, what's the word I'm looking for? Some collaboration, some cooperation, compromise. some participation. Yeah. It's got to be some compromise. Yeah. Exactly. All right. So let's get on to the, uh, lead and nurture. So those are the next uh, set of uh, roles. So right. husband is supposed to lead. There you go. Um, could be considered problematic because, again, it puts men in the position of power right off the bat. To some people, they would find a problem with that. There you go. And all men ain't built. Right. Uh, <laughs> no, they're not. So, and, and just people in general. Um, I forget where I... I heard this about um, when I was doing like my dog training thing. Like uh, dogs don't want to be the leader. Like they want to be, you know, they want to sit back and be told what to do. It's easy. Yo, it's is, easy is, is that is that just an interpretation of human trying to be in power though? That's the same shit that men was telling women for thousands, millions of years and shit. Yeah, is that well? Women want women want. How many times have you heard uh, the your your uncle uh, or your or your big cousin? You know your great cousin telling, yeah, they want to be told what to do. You know, so, hey, they said that on uh on coming to America, Daryl. Oh yeah, he was yeah, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. He said that same thing that yeah. they want to they want to be let they want to be told what to do. Are we doing that to animals too? Because we just trying to be in power. Well, I mean, I guess they were doing that on uh, while observing like animals in the pack. There's always yeah. a clear alpha animal. You know, he that one is the strongest. It was it was it's just natural for it to be the leader. But guess what? That leader don't do shit. Like the 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 beta dogs and all the lower um, animals do all the hunting and stuff. Yeah you know um but again they're comfortable in that role most people like when you when you're sitting at work and it's time to make a you know they they ask for somebody to volunteer to take the lead on something you don't see a hundred hands popping up you might see a couple but everybody in that room ain't jumping up to be like okay i'll do it right because again, most people don't want to stick their necks out to do that. Yep. Um, so it it takes. It's it's not easy being a leader. I mean, look at every single president there's been. Yeah. You know, even the ones who we might deem as good, 
it's hard as hell on them to be a leader. Yo, I say this about bringing it back to sports real quick. I say it about the best basketball players. You take LeBron James, Kobe Bryant. You take uh, Michael Jordan. They was in the gym. You said you said LeBron over Jordan. You supposed to say Michael Jordan first. Every time you talk about basketball, the first person you should say about everything is Michael Jordan. Well, even if you well, talk about blocks LeBron and shit, you LeBron still James about- is the best today. I ain't talking about. <laughs> I look and actually I went in order. Yeah, you was born in the eighties, t- bro. You you supposed to be talking about Michael Jordan first. Duh, I'm talking about right now. He was the first thing in my mind right now. He's the best basketball player in the world and has been for a lot of years now. All right. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, uh, all I'm trying to say is the best basketball player. At least I put him in a, in a category, but the best bat in no particular order either. The best basketball players, they're in the gym all day long, duh. A lot of work. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to be number one. But you know what? When Scottie Pippen was, was like the second best basketball player on the joint, you know what I'm saying? When he was the one, the second best all-around player in the joint, yo, he wasn't putting in as much work as Michael Jordan. He was going out kicking it. But you, you know, know what? what? He was cool, though. You know, everybody... It's funny you said this. I was thinking about this yesterday, that everybody, every Batman needs a Robin. Yeah. Pippin was Jordan's Robin. And he there's was. nothing wrong with being Robin because Robin got... Batman out of all kinds of shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So exactly. It ain't no. It See, ain't. It ain't nothing wrong with being Scottie Pippen, bro. He, I'm saying. Still and top look, 50. you get. You you get to celebrate all the times that Batman get to celebrate. Yeah, exactly. You get to save Batman's ass yep. all the time. Yeah. You know what? You but you're out. not the one. You're not the one getting caught up in the bullshit all the time. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? You're yeah. not the one that's expected to win the game like Michael Jordan yeah, was. Yeah, nobody's like ever what, gunning for Bat or uh, Robin. You know, Robin yeah. you know, Robin can kind of move under the under the radar. Look, so you, you get big money too. Yeah. But you ain't gotta be in the gym. You ain't gotta be in the gym for sixteen hours out of the day. You might be in the gym for six hours. And then you get to go kick it. So number two ain't that bad. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Number two is not that bad. So as uh, far as husbands leading, um, I do feel like a man should should definitely strive to be an alpha male, which we've been teasing this show a long time, and we will get to it eventually. But if you're an alpha male, which I feel like, well, I definitely strive to be. A man should be the leader then. Right. Or a husband should be the leader of the household. Exactly. If you if you're gonna take on the alpha male mentality, then you should be utilizing the traits or uh um ex- ex- what's the word I'm looking? Emitting. You should be emitting yeah. or exuberating. It, emitting. We'll stick with it. Emitting the traits. Yeah, and, and just from a nature's perspective again the the male in the in the species i mean they normally do you know they are normally the leaders of the of the pack i mean the fact is we got to realize men are stronger than women overall right yeah they they just naturally physically, are their right. bodies were made to be physically stronger mm-hmm. uh and and that's just 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 what it is and that takes and some mental re- toughness too don't get it fucked up right like we talk about our basketball players your your uh in in your words lebron's kobe's and afterthought jordan's <laughs> um those guys yeah they were physical beasts physical specimens 
of 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 an alpha male, but they also have to be super duper mentally tough when they know, you know everybody's what, looking to them for that last shot, except for LeBron, who you put first. Uh, but yeah. when you're looking to when you're looking to that leader for the last shot, that takes some mental toughness to do that and to be yeah, under that stress for 82 games a year. Yeah, and and the playoffs and the playoffs because those guys were getting there right. And so you know what though, I'm glad you brought up the mental thing. By the way, did we say that men were supposed to lead and women are supposed to nurture? Did we say that? We we did. We, we did, didn't say did, what the women did, were supposed did, to do. I did mention. I, I did mention nurture is the second part, but we haven't gotten to the nurturing okay. part. Okay, got it. All right. So check. Uh, but I want to say one thing about your your mentally uh your mentally tough thing. Mm-hmm. You know what though, we talk about physical toughness. Uh, a lot of people would argue that women are just naturally more mentally tough than men especially in certain situations you know what i'm saying let's 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 take a uh let's take a cheating for instance right we talk about how emotional women are but if there's a lot of times that women would get cheated on and accept that and they'll deal with that and they can move past it and they're gonna talk shit to you about it but they can move past it a lot of men out there yo they can't just take the idea they're they're territorial right they can't take that idea and mental toughness is out of there there's a lot of women who feel like or there's a lot of talk about how when men get sick (laughs) they act like they have dead my wife swears up and down i act half dead when i'm sick i don't believe that's true i try not to bother anybody i try to keep doing things for myself she claims that i'm a big baby but women are supposedly tougher when they're sick and they're not feeling so, well. So, so let me hit those two points real quick. So as far as the cheating thing, yeah, men definitely can't take that shit. And that, but I don't know if that, but women accepting the cheating, is that is, if that's really a uh, mental toughness that they're showing as much as it is, like, because I feel like if you're mentally tough, you'll be like, man, fuck that. I'm not going to take up, I'm not going to take that shit. You cheating now? You out here cheating, and you and, and I'm supposed to just stick around for that? I don't really feel no, like that's no, necessarily no. mentally tough. No, I I think that it is, and I, I don't think, think they totally really forgive either. Toughness. Like you mentioned that they they forget about it and forget or whatever. Uh, I don't feel like they really let it go. Whoa, whoa, whoa! They bring oh, whoa, that whoa, shit whoa. up. I never. I never said that they forget about it. I never said. Okay, I said, said that they forget. They'll, they'll nag on you, but they they they'll still be willing to be there with you and and over and overlook it. To, what's overlooking? You, you can't, huh? What's overlooking mean then? All I'm saying is they don't let it get the they the women who can do that right. Not saying that that's what they should do. I'm saying, but the women who do do that and women who can do that that does take a mental toughness to block that out. That's why I'm saying there's a lack of mental toughness when you can't because you're letting that that moment get the best of you. You're letting that thought get the best I of think you. Even I, though it was even though it was two years ago, or even though it was six months ago, or whatever it was, the person who can't deal with that is is nagging at them. And it's not that they're being mentally tough to nah. say, "Man, I ain't putting up with that." That's a type of mental nah, toughness. Not nagging, but to at be able to block it to be like, off, fuck it, and like stop fucking with them is what I feel. I'm saying that mental toughness, if you can block out something that's in your mind, your mind will think about some shit even when you don't want to. And if you can block that out, mm-hmm. you're mentally tough, bro. That's what I'm trying to convey. In most situations, yes. Or like, again, in the basketball thing, you fuck up a play, 
you block that play out, you move on to the next one. I'm with that. perfect. I'm with that. Exactly. I'm with that. That's mental but toughness. That's definitely mental toughness. But in a situation where you're getting wronged, <laughs> I guess I guess I'm not really fighting for the guys here. I guess I hear what you're saying, but nah, man, I don't feel like this mentally tough to to just let yourself well and like also i guess i'm also thinking of the repeated cheater not necessarily the one and done person oh but no 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 okay the, no that's getting ran over yeah no 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 uh, okay uh, so it, there we go I, I, that's two different situations yeah, yeah yeah that's two different situations now uh i'm gonna move over to nurture let's get to this nurturing quick, right? shit yeah all right so as leaders and we're talking about husbands leading. I can see how when you're leading, you ain't exactly thinking about how everybody's feeling. You know what I'm saying? So you leading the house, you leading the house, you telling what the house is going to do. And somebody needs to be in that motherfucker nurturing the house. You know what I'm saying? Right. Caring about what people feel and caring about what people think, caring about what the kids saw. I mean, there's times when I come in and I'm the authoritarian around the house. Generally, moms can pop off, too. But generally, I'm the disciplinarian around the joint. And so I'm not always nurturing. You want and dad so, to pop pop? <laughs> you there you go. What you is, want pop pop time? It's pop pop time. <laughs> yeah. You want pop pop time? You know what yeah. I'm saying? That, that's that's like the nicest way to say I'm going to whoop your ass. <laughs> pop pop. That's yeah. I, I try not to cuss at the kids, brother. I don't cuss at the kids. Okay. So uh, you want pop. And it's a decision. Do you want pop pop time? So you might want to change your behavior, right? And so I'm, I'm the disciplinarian around the joint. And sometimes my viewpoints might not be as nurturing. And I have the nurturing wife to be like, yo, you know what I'm saying? All they did was this, you know, or let them chill or they haven't done it in a long time See, or they didn't really try. You, to. Go, you know, you're going to have to escalate eventually, right? Like that pop pop shit. They're going to challenge you one day. I remember telling my father, my father like with me and I was like, that didn't hurt. <laughs> so yo you begging to get punched in the face yo <laughs> I, might, I might have been like six or seven when i said that so <laughs> you was begging so, him to punch you in your so face you have why to, would you, you do have that to, you're gonna have to escalate eventually to like let them know like all right it's ass whooping time <laughs> 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 that pop pop no. shit is gonna, it's cool it's nice and cute when they like three and four and shit but when they start getting up in age, man, you're going to start at the escalate, dog. Well, I would hope the work that I put in early would lead to um, them understanding levels of respect look, and hierarchy of authority look, later on. You ain't going to be telling no 13-year-old it's pop-pop time. Nah, you're right about that. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully I don't have to I don't have to threaten my kid at, at 13 in that kind of way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If I'm doing it right, hopefully I don't have to do that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But uh, nah, I'm I'm still wilding off how you basically begged your dad to punch you in the face, dog. Yeah, you just you begged him, like you welcomed him punching you in the face. It's like, oh, that was it. I remember though? exactly where I was standing, and <laughs> I remember where I was in the house. It was in the basement. I was and he was sitting. He he whooped me or whatever, and I said that didn't hurt. And he kind of laughed. <laughs> like, Duh, you thought you was tough. Nah. Hey, yo, he should hit you with that boys in the hood. You think you tough. Right. He, 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 was just like, he was just like, all right. <laughs> he just walked. Now, hey, yo, I did the same shit. Uh, I was 11 or 12. And we was learning about the caste system 
mm-hmm. in, in elementary school, uh, fifth, fifth grade, probably fifth, sixth grade. Mm-hmm. We was learning about the caste system and we was learning about inferior and superior. And my mom was getting in my face. She was getting bucked. And I just asked her, do you think you superior to me? <laughs> Dog. <laughs> Yo, I swear, I swear to this day, she still brings that up. By the way, I got my ass for that too. But uh So you should have hit her with that, see? And I'm still standing. <laughs> Duh, I invited my mom to punch me in the face. She didn't punch me in the face, but she got a big ass stick from outside and that shit broke on my shin. My shin was hurting for like two weeks, dog. She fucked me up for that. Yeah, our kids definitely do that, but at some point. You know what though, dog? I was just applying what I learned at school, dog. Superior and, and inferior, dog. I just asked her because she was she was not she was like yapping at me, you know what? And I think it was in May. I felt like it was really close to Mother's Day, and I had wrote her this real sweet thing for Mother's Day, and she was she was nagging at me, dog. She was yapping, and I I just asked her, "Do you think you're superior to me or something? Like, do you think you're superior to me?" I didn't say her something. I said, "Do you think you're superior to me?" And dog, the look on her face, dog, it was all bad. If my kid would say that to me, I think I would laugh. <laughs> I think I would too. I would. I would probably ask them. I. I would want to know more about what they're talking about, dog. <laughs> I would want to like superior. What do you know about that? What does that mean? Why? Why would you say that? I would want to know where they coming from. Anyway, <laughs> all right, nurturing. So yeah, I, I definitely feel like uh, women. D- my mom didn't nurture on that shit. She would my ass for that. I, there I was no women, nurture at all. I think all. women definitely, or wives, or women in general. Definitely do that uh, better. Um, yeah, that is that, that's a that's a natural thing, uh, or for most women, that's a natural thing. Like that motherly instinct to be able to nurture. That and that um, and that's definitely something I would want in a woman to have that nurturing thing about them. Um, I would say that woman who doesn't want to submit probably is not the most nurturing person as well. Uh, yeah. Again, speaking from real life experience definitely is that's the case that, or that was the case right so. all right so what we got next protect we got uh husbands are supposed to protect and wives are supposed to help now i'm gonna break this down real easy now this shit is real life okay all right i think most of society feels like men are supposed to protect their house dj envy just did it you know what i'm saying and i respect that he wanted to protect his house uh, I respect that part and I respect that he manned up and wanted to take it face to face he was protecting his house now if I get into some shit I'm expected in my house I got fit look I'm the leader I got 51% to her 49% I ain't expecting her to jump up in nobody's face I'm I'm the one that's supposed to jump in front of yo with uh what is it how do you say it uh with great uh power comes great responsibility yep right so if I'm talking about I want 51%, somebody walk in the house, somebody breaking in the crib, it's my job to go down there to see what's popping because I wanted to be the leader. You know what? Next time your woman says she want to be the leader, your wife says she want to lead or she want a 50-50, when somebody come up in the crib, then send her 50-50 ass downstairs to go see what it is then. <laughs> send her to go do that. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and men, you talk about you want to be leading some shit, make sure you leading at all times then if you talking about you want to do that. You got to be the protector. But on the flip side, though, I expect you to help me, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't have me fighting these fools by myself. So Okay. So um, 
I feel like this one is bullshit. Okay. You do? Because, okay. Let's get into because, it. We didn't Why say, is that? You didn't, okay, because we have a husband supposed to protect, wife is supposed to help. How often are you... I feel like this is a throwaway role, especially in today's age. So, back in the day, you had the in, the engines running up in your house trying to, you know, kill your family and shit and scout motherfuckers and stuff like that, right? Yeah, yeah. So you had to be on fucking guard the whole time. Yep. All the time. Wild Wild West, like the police wouldn't give, like there was no police. There was no police. <laughs> <laughs> so motherfuckers, like people's getting shot in, in at the saloon every every day. Every day right. be. And so, right. so you, they, so back then, Men in in earlier times, men had the opportunity, multiple opportunities to show their protective side, right? Yeah. How often does today's man get to protect? Like you, you put the hypothetical situation up of you hear a noise downstairs, you know, who's supposed to go running? That shit doesn't happen. That is simply. No, it just, it, I mean, it just it, it happened rare, to me the other day. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Did, was there somebody down there? No, it wasn't. It wasn't. But, but yo, I had to get up there and face that well, shit. Wait, wait, whatever wait, wait, it was wait, gonna wait. be. Or, I mean, you know, people get mugged and stuff. But how often, like, have you been mugged? Zero times, right? I've never been mugged before. I've never been mugged. No, I've been robbed, or I I got some shit stolen from me. Uh, but I wasn't strong arm. Okay, happened. that's what I'm saying. And yeah. Especially in a situation where it's in front of your wife. So you don't. Today's man doesn't get the opportunity to to protect and show this role as often. They don't get to put it into practice. And so I mean, like, so you can have like your little gun next to you or whatever, or the gun on your hip or whatever. I don't know if that's really considered protecting, but you don't ever get to put it into play most of the time, you know? Yeah. And so I feel like there should be a different one for men. Like they need to throw away this protection shit. Like, like I'm not no, saying, I'm not no, saying a man shouldn't do it. No, no, no. I don't think it's a throwaway though, dog. Just because it don't happen often don't mean you don't need it to define the role. You can though. go you know a whole saying? lifetime there without should, having to do it. Hold on. Hold on. There's always, first of all, so I got two things to say about that. There should always be a contingency plan. Like we should be planning for this shit that's going down. And so you claim you want to lead. Oh, by the way, if, if you got the leader role, you automatically got the protector role. That's just automatic. So if my wife is going to be the leader, her ass better be protecting too. Bro. You know what I'm saying? Because she's leading this shit. You better be leading You talking about contingency plans. I mean, so why don't we change it to strategists like or some shit? Because <laughs> because we we like like yeah, I can have a plan, you know, and I can have my uh what's it called? My, my bug out bag or whatever and have yeah. everything ready and never use the shit. But I made the strategy to you know just in but case dog, the zombie apocalypse you know comes down but it's not just that though dog first I, of I all i'm just saying physically protect that like put, like put, you said envy okay. did protect that that was yeah. a way of him protecting i suppose in, in some kind of way right it was and so gear could have been the yeah. one that was gear could have been the one that was expected to step out there and tell them that she felt disrespected but nah if some shit pop off the man is supposed to protect 
So even if he's scared, because we all human, we all have the emotion of being scared, right? We all have the emotion of being anxious and nervous and all that shit. You better swallow that and you better go. You better go show me what it is. Somebody run up with a gun, some shit pop off in the store, some earthquake happened, a tornado happened and and the food is downstairs, but it's a pack of wild dogs down there. We ain't playing no paper, rock, scissors, dog. Your wife is looking at you like, yo, we ain't playing paper, rock, scissors. Get your ass down there and go get the food so you can feed us and the kids. So, no, it's not always being put to the test. But as soon as the shit goes down, though, the role should be known who's going to be doing the protecting. That's all I'm saying. And, again, speaking of dogs, um, another dog. uh, I feel like I do this all the time. But another dog training thing that I learned um, about dog training. um behavior animal be or dog behavior so one of the biggest things you could do to make your dog know its place is say there's another dog uh, and I actually got to do this before and I saw it work and my dog was completely fell fell back um I had a German shepherd and this little dog ran would run up whenever we would walk by. And not that my dog wasn't big enough to protect herself, but again, in the animal kingdom, dogs really don't want to fight, just like people really don't want to fight. And so a way to establish myself as the leader of the pack, because that's what this is all about, establishing pack structure. And so... Um, as a leader of the pack, that little dog ran up, and instead of instead of my dog going to do the fight, a leader is supposed to do the fighting, and the leader tells you when to fight. And so when that little dog ran up, I pulled my dog back and I stood in front of her, in, in, in between her and the other dog, and and you know basically you know shoot the other dog. Defuse it. Yeah, you defuse and, the situation. And so after that. My dog was completely loyal. Like that showed my dog that I'm the leader, I'm the protector, and I'm the one that it needs to follow. So, so he was like, "Bitch, stay in your place." So That's what you yeah. Told her. Well, basically, yeah. Um, <laughs> so and there was another time. Uh, this isn't dog related, but uh, I heard this loud bang in my basement. I'm like, what the fuck was that? And then I heard another one. And so I grabbed the the, the Mossberg, you know, grabbed the shoddy, the 12 gauge. And yep. uh, I ran downstairs and I didn't hear anything. I didn't hear anything because I didn't see nothing. Everything looked in place. I was like, hmm, I don't know what that was. Went back to sleep. Heard another bang. I ran back down there, started checking stuff out. And it turned out that the uh, little fridge we had in the basement was too cold and there was sodas exploding in there. Ah, uh, okay. So I protected the house, though. You know what I'm saying? I mean, them sodas, there if, they you go. Were, if they wanted some problems, I mean, they was about to get that uh, double-lot buckshot or whatever. There you, you know? go. You know what I'm saying? Uh, get it to the dome, you know what I'm saying? And that's all I'm saying. If you're going to be the leader, a.k.a. the protector as well, when some shit pop off, although it doesn't happen every day, it's not tested every day, when the lights come on and it's showtime and you're on the stage, men, you're supposed to be leading, you know what I'm saying? If, if that's your role in your relationship, you want to talk that talk about you leading, you got to jump out in front of that bullet, baby. 
You got to <laughs> jump out there. You got to be ready to die for that shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, Which is crazy. Uh, <laughs> that you got to be prepared to die, but... That look, you hey. gotta protect the you gotta protect the family. Hey, you know what I'm saying? You definitely do. And by the and, and and according to this list, man, you ain't gonna be able to nurture right anyway. Like if she ran out there, you know what I'm saying? You ain't gonna be able to nurture right. Those kids ain't gonna grow up right because men don't know how to raise kids. Apparently, right. according to this list, right? So, <laughs> so the wife in this case is supposed to be helping, right? Yeah. So look, when I run out there. I need you to grab something. I need you to grab that fork or that uh or that steak knife or whatever and be behind me and no friendly fire. Don't stab me. Stab the food that came in when we tussling. You know what I'm saying? Or if I'm getting stumped out, you gotta come in like and snuff him from the back. No, or you gotta be like chill, 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 chill. Yeah, you, you <laughs> at least gotta be the chill person. <laughs> chill, 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 chill. <laughs> when I'm yeah. getting stumped out. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> oh, man. all right. So we going we going to pray now. Right, we going to the next category. Pray and follow. Dang, we, so we, men we, are supposed. We, we, hold on. We, are we done with help? It's simple. Help. <laughs> I mean, is there other non-protection situations where they can help? Though I mean, all right. So um, I I wanted to bring that up too. I said I had two points uh, when you were talking about uh, the physical help and such. The other thing that I wanted to talk about as far as protection is that it doesn't have to always be a physical type of protection. Mm -hmm. So if the man is protecting the home from, from fucking getting the lights cut off or something, you know what I'm saying? If, if somebody needs to, somebody needs to, uh, to call the electric company and beg to make sure that that shit don't get cut off, then it shouldn't be a debate, man, you want to lead, go make sure that that shit happens or make sure that that shit gets cut back. That's kind of providing too. Yeah, and that's that's the thing that the leading, providing, and protecting—all of those are related. Yeah, yeah, not saying that women can't do it. Women can totally do it. Uh, it's the it's what happens for you. But there's some when you take that role, there's some shit that comes along with it. But we're talking about we're so not talking about just women. We're talking about wives. So they have a husband. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. We're talking about wives and husbands. We we, bad, we, we not, we're not talking about single women out here. Like y'all are excluded from this conversation. <laughs> Yeah, this this in the beginning we told y'all that this Bible study thing said husbands and wives cuz the the church ain't gonna recognize y'all shacking up and fornicating. So, this is all husband and wife stuff. Yeah. The same men and women. All right. So, speaking of church and fornicating and what have you. So, next and final uh roles are pray and follow. Okay. What you think about that, bro? So, the prayer one is kind of tough for me because, A, I don't pray that good. Okay. Like, as far as, like, praying out loud. Yeah. I mean, is, is that... I'm, I, I mean, I'm not asking you, but, I mean, is that what that means? Like, we should be able to pray out loud or should the husband just be praying all the time? I mean, does that mean that the woman doesn't pray as good or... Her prayers are going to God's junk mail. You know, like what is? <laughs> I, I'm really uh, uncertain. Since since this, this since this was a a Bible study thing and it's a religious type thing, and we're talking about prayer here, I think that all goes in line with the providing, leading, protecting. And uh, if you're doing that, you should be leading the 
you should probably be leading the the prayer and and in that case women should be backing you up i think that uh the follow is synonymous with help and mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. uh men leading and yeah leading i think, I think he's religious just running aspect. out of i think he's just running out of roles because like submit uh help follow yeah those are all pretty much the same well, no I, I say submit is a little different but help and follow so I'll say the respect, submit, and nurture, they're all different. And you could throw help in there, but help and follow together, I don't I don't think. And then for the men, the the love, provide, and lead, they're all good. Uh the lead and protect, I think those are synonymous. And then since this is biblical, you gotta throw prayer in there. You just got to. <laughs> since this is for Bible study. You had to put it in there somewhere. To Somebody in, gotta do yeah. it. Yeah. So uh, I think that that one, uh, that one, you talk about throwing one away, you know what I'm saying? Not saying that you, you throw prayer away, <laughs> whoa, but. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> CJ is about to come with that. Party five. take. Not, <laughs> <laughs> yo, not, not saying that, you know what I'm saying, throwing prayer away, but on this list, I don't think it matters who's doing the praying, bro. Uh, somebody should be praying. Like, does that mean every dinner that the man has to say the prayer? Come on, man. The kids should say it sometimes. Mommy should say it sometimes. When grandma's there, she should say it sometimes. I guess for me, like the pressure is, I I come from a family where there are people who could pray very well. Yeah. And so I feel like my prayers. And they ain't men, by the way. Now that I think about it. Yeah, they're not always men. They're definitely not always men. And so I feel like my prayers ain't up to to the standard. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't want to come out with no whack prayer. Rubber dub dub. Thanks for the grub. Right. <laughs> Everybody be looking at you like what? Like hold on, man. So I mean, I'm gonna start hitting them with the God is great, God is good. Let them thank him for our food. And yeah, it, I mean that's that's prayer, right? And I mean, am I gonna be looked at crazy if I do that? Nah, you you leading it. I'm just so covering you, it, right? Hey, Y'all better follow and submit <laughs> because that's the way I wanted to do it. And oh, you know what though? But when you when you whack though and your prayers whack, that's when she steps in and is supposed to help and be like, nah, fool, that ain't let me help you out. You know what I'm saying? Right. That, that's what that's where the help comes in. She gonna help you when you when you hit them up with that God is good, God is great, thank you for our food. And uh I used to <laughs> I used to say that for everything. Like when it was time to go to bed, I used to say, "Guys, ready? Guys, good? Like to go for food? Like that's what that's the only thing they taught us in preschool." Oh, okay. And so I would say it even when it was like time to go to sleep. <laughs> okay. Like my mom. You would say thank you for our food, even though you wasn't even, eating. Even thank you for our food, yeah. Even though you was going to bed, you wasn't eating. You was thanking him for your food. I was thankful food. for the food that I got that day. Oh, okay, that you got that day. Yeah. What about the air, though, dog? Did you thank him for I the air? I wasn't worried about that. That wasn't, <laughs> that wasn't a part of the prayer. God knew my heart, man. He was just he was just probably getting a little laugh out of it, you know? He but, was like, man, this damn food don't know what he's talking about right now. He's just doing what he told. No, nah, he's just like, look at this kid, you know? He trying. <laughs> <laughs> He pitiful, but he tried though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey yo, so it, you good on that? Uh yeah, man. Uh basically the uh moral of that is I I I'm kind of uncomfortable uh doing it like praying out loud. Yeah. And uh yeah. 
So well, that's the moral of that. Do you have a moral to to the five traits and and values and things that husbands supposed to do and the five traits, values, and lifestyles that women supposed to do, or husbands and wives? Excuse me. Um, do you have a moral to that? Yeah, I think it's definitely important to establish roles. Yep. I'm and with. to stay consistent within those roles. And if your uh, significant other is lacking, slacking on one of their roles, I believe you both should kind of remind each other or, you know, help each other out, you know, figure out what's what's going on. Why, you know, what, what can you do to help? Because I think both people should be helpers. Yeah, I think that's kind of whack that you just put it on a woman. But I mean, your woman needs help sometimes, too. Um, like, <laughs> even if it's like getting the house clean like you can't just be sitting back doing nothing you know while she's running around doing all this shit I, 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 I'm I just not comfortable doing that yeah I know some people are like that. women supposed to clean or whatever but I'm not comfortable just sitting back while somebody's you know running around cleaning or some shit because I know that's gonna turn into something <laughs> you know <laughs> that's gonna, gonna be a problem somewhere down you know, the line you know there's gonna be some consequences right yeah so so I, my my moral is most of us have been trained by society to follow these specific gender roles just like you said women are supposed to be doing the cleaning but technically though we talk about leading if you leading if you the leader you should be leading everything then man since you want to lead why don't you lead cleaning up that bathroom no you know what i'm saying and then the woman can help you or they can follow you doing it i don't know uh but again most of us have been trained to follow the specific gender roles no one can define these roles of your relationship husband and wife boyfriend girlfriend nobody should be able to define those roles for you it really truly depends on whatever your relationship is they say that men are supposed to protect right maybe your chick is an mma fighter maybe she'll so rather maybe, do the protect maybe your chick is ronda, ronda rousey i mean right if y'all or somebody steps to y'all in a dark alley I mean, if you got Ronda Rousey as your girlfriend, I mean, go like, why her, would you get in front of that? Let, let her do. Let work. her do. Her, let her do her arm bar. Let her put in that work. Yeah. You got Holly Holm. You know what I'm saying? Holly Holm is your chick. Let her kick somebody in the face then, and you yeah. just stand back, dog, and you help. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But so the roles do have to be established, and I think that that's a problem that people have in there, and uh, and I feel like I can speak on it because I, I I've been married, so I'm I'm married, right? I think a lot of people who who uh, who don't make it, especially early, it's because the those roles. Uh, those roles aren't even talked about or established. And then women are going all crazy trying to fulfill all the roles. And that's hard to do. You can't do all the roles and shit. And men are going crazy because they feel like, you know what I'm saying, they supposed to be doing certain things. And nobody really talked about what the roles are going to be. And they're not agreeing and they're not compromising, they're not helping, and you just sitting back expecting some shit to happen. Or that could be detrimental to your relationship. Or or um from the other side, as a person who was married, um, there can also be a deviation of those established roles. Exactly. Um, that can cause problems, especially when it goes unchecked. Yeah. And True. So yeah. Yeah, man. I, I've said it before on the podcast. My philosophy, I learned this shit when I was 16. I did a paper on arranged marriages. And uh, it was interesting that America's divorce rate was like 50, 50% or something like that. And you go over to these other countries where they arrange marriages. 
and the divorce rate is super low. Part of the reason was because they don't even let you do a divorce. Divorce, you know what I'm saying? But they they be putting marriages together because these people have this many goats and these people have this yeah. many cows and family riches and whatever it is, and somehow it works because they treat it more like a business, right? Yeah. And so I I think the reason what I took from that at 16 at the tender age of 16 was that if two people are trying to build towards the same goal, then it's gonna work. And if one person gets off track. You know what I'm saying? I, I look at it as two parallel lines. You never cross paths if you're parallel. But once somebody just turns their head just a little bit, you start walking away. Yeah. Or if you turn your head the other way just a little bit, you guys are going to cross paths and then start walking away. So if you notice somebody's, and this is what you were talking about, deviating but going unchecked, if you see somebody walking the other way, you got to let them know, hey, you know you're walking the other way, right? And if you keep walking this way, this ain't going to work for us. And, you know, maybe they'll say, this is the way I want to walk. And then y'all got to let it go. Yeah. And my and my last thought on this is um, you reminded me of this uh, when you mentioned the thing about divorce. Maybe these roles are right. You know, maybe, you know, like I, I kept mentioning how this stuff might be true for back in the day. But mm -hmm. divorces really didn't happen back then back in the day like the divorce yeah. rate really didn't exist back then and that's probably because these roles were firmly established back then and people followed them back then and now um ah. and, and not to necessarily blame feminism or anything like that but you know as people be like like you know you might have a woman been like no nah, i'm gonna be the leader of this shit or you know or whatever like you're not gonna tell me what to do I'm not saying you should be going and tell your woman to go you know make you a sandwich or whatever but no i feel exactly what you're saying but, dog. but yeah. you know you know you know what that reminds me of it reminds me of any time that there's something that's established like an established way to do something the first person who's creative to try to do the shit different normally runs into some type of trouble because they didn't think through all the problems that can occur for doing it different right, right? work this and way so, for a reason you know it's been yeah, working this or, long this, yeah this or not even for a reason but like say these roles were defined way back when and as long as those roles were defined nobody had to think about what it took to do it because it was already defined for you yeah. you can't fuck it up if somebody told you all the ins and outs of what you're supposed to do right yeah. but when you're able to think it out for yourself aka look we're all equal we're going to do it. You know, I want to I, I want to do the same thing that you're doing. I want to have the ability and the power and the the authority to be able to choose to do it and lead and do whatever. When you start changing the rules, you're not thinking about all the things that come with that. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so when you say, hey, you know what? It's 2018. Women ain't just supposed to be in the kitchen. You know what I'm saying? You might say that, but now dinner ain't being cooked because the man's like, well, shit, I ain't getting in the kitchen. And you like, well, that don't mean women got to be in the kitchen. Now nobody's cooking. Or dinner's you know fucked because, up because the man is in there trying to cook. And exactly. And on the shit or something, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so not saying that is right, but with change will come... Uh, will come some type of problem. Anytime you have a change, you will hiccups. be met with problems. Yep. There'll be growing pains. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So if you, if you have a relationship where y'all not going to follow the traditional role, and this is that's a great point, Jaren. This is where people fuck up at is that like, man, this is 2018. I ain't going to be cooking and cleaning. That ain't just what I do. Well, if you're going to rock it like that, 
in your relationship, you need to make sure that it's established who's going to do what and when they're going to do it. Y'all at least got to make a schedule. Y'all better get a nanny. Y'all better do yeah. something or it's not going to get done, which is going to cause problems. Yeah. So. All right. I, I think I got everything out. What about you? Yeah, but I'm good, man. All right. You can be listening to anyone in the world. However, you listening to us. Jaren and I definitely appreciate it. I know Jaren tells you that this should be the only media that you listening to. And I respect that. I'll say for me, though, I listen to a bunch of shit. So with that being said, we better be in y'all rotation. If we're if we if you if you want to deviate from what Jaren's telling you and you gonna have different media that you listening to, you make sure we better be in that rotation every week. You know what I'm saying? Jaren and I have another Corporate Streets production. It's called The Powercast. We read the book, The 48, or listened to the book, The 48 Laws of Power. We redid that joint, man. We listened to it. We appreciated what Robert Green was we doing. We remixed it. And so we remixed that joint. There's nothing wrong with a remix, okay? There's nothing wrong with a remix. We remixed that joint and we made it hot. You know what I'm saying? He made it a hotline. We made it a hot song. That's all I'm saying. Yep. <laughs> If you want to get at us, you can email us at thecorporatestreets at gmail.com. Yo, drop us a line if you need help handling the situation. We are the advice connoisseurs. We got a whole pot. Did we do it twice? Did we go back to advice giving the second time? Um, We always give advice. <laughs> okay. Anyway, <laughs> we, we got a whole episode called the advice connoisseurs. I think it was like number three, number four, number five. One of those. Uh, Yeah, it was super early. Go OG check us out. We are, we are that. If you want to hit us up on Twitter, you can hit us up at Corp Streets, and you know what you're listening to. This is the Corporate Streets Podcast. This is the podcast for people who consistently take their kids to get swimming lessons to break that black swimming stereotype. Meanwhile, you are the black swimming stereotype. Peace. <laughs> the black non-swimming. <laughs> there you go. You're the stereotype of the black swimmer. You can't swim a damn lick. Look up hey, Earl. You better be the Earl, protector. It, if you want to see something really funny, look up Earl the Eel. Earl the Eel? Earl the Eel. Oh, Eel. E E L. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. That Hilarious. is hilarious. Yeah. It is. It is, though. <laughs> All right. We out of here. Peace. All right, y'all.